Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, this is Pastor Jay. It doesn't look like we have anybody who's on right now, but today we're going to be talking about love. It says in 1 Corinthians 13, Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profits me nothing. Charity suffereth long, and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity valueth not itself, is not puffed up, doeth not behave, itself unseemly seeketh not her own is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hope all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether they be tongues, they shall cease. Whether they be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. It also follows up where it says, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass, darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. Now God's word says the same thing about love. So we know that according to God, Charity and love is one thing. Of course, that's not how we would understand it from watching TV or movies or society or even the guys in the street. We, we have perverted the word love to mean many things. Hello, do we have someone new to the group? Uh, yes, yes, how you doing? I'm calling from the um, Embassy of Heaven. How you doing? Good. Can you hear me clearly? Uh, yes, I can hear you clearly. Can you hear me? Yes. Let me ask you, are you married or in a relationship? 
Am I married? I was just in one. You were just in one? What do you think of the meaning of love? Love? Love is, uh, love is being conscious. Love is being conscious? Yeah, everyone what, is conscious. What does God tell us love is? What does God say love is? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. What scripture are you reading from that says God talks about love? Yeah. Because certain scripture says God is a man of war. Yes. So what scripture are you reading from that talks about God talking about love? Uh, this is Corinthians. But even when he's angry, he still loves us. If not, he wouldn't be just. See, we listen, we listen to what man says about love instead of the Bible. The Bible says that if we love somebody, we'll lay our life down for them. That's why in John 3.16, he says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. I mean, he took a holy God and let him become man to die. John 3.17 He'll tell, he'll tell you, though, if you read John 3 and 17, right? Yeah. Um, it'll tell you who the world is. And it says everybody is in the world. It's only Israel is, the, is his world. Yes. So Israel is a small group of people. So you would think he was talking about everybody, but he was talking only. He is. He's, he's talking about everybody who comes after him is part of the world of Israel. So so if you're in Pakistan or if you're in Alaska or if you're in Antarctic and you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you're part of Israel. We all become one family. Do you have a Bible with you? Uh, yes, I do. Can, can you read? Can you read to me? Um, Exodus 15 and 3. Um, can you read? Can you read what yours says? Okay, hold on. I gotta go get the sword. <clears throat> um, okay. So, Exodus 15 and 3, I got a King James Version. Which one you have? I, that's my, I use the authorized King James, but yeah, any King James is good. It says, the Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. You there? Yes, I'm listening. Yeah. So. Well, God has many names, but, but the one true name of God is I am. I am? I am. That's who he identifies himself as, is I am. But for, for different things that he's doing, he gives us different names that applies to what we're talking about, whether it be love, war, forgiveness, anger. But God is a God of love. But love doesn't mean that he lets you do, do away with everything. Just like if your father was a, a judge and you go kill somebody, when you go to his courtroom, he still loves you. You'll still be his son. He'll still be responsible for whatever happens to you. 
But because he's a judge, though, he will have to judge you according to what actually happened. Not what he wishes happened or wants to happen, but what actually happened. And if you're wrong and he doesn't punish you, then he wouldn't be a fair judge. And that would be the same thing for God. You know, on any given day, you may be hoping that it rains. I may be praying that it doesn't rain. And if we're and if we're next door neighbors, it's very unlikely it's going to rain on your house and not on my house. So God has to take everything into so, the big picture and say, "This is what's going to happen." So you're saying God loves everybody? Yes. So what if I showed you a scripture? Right. The good, the good, the good, and the bad. Go ahead. Can you can you go to Romans nine and thirteen? Uh, not right now, but go ahead and tell me what it says. Okay. Uh, I'll read to you Romans 9 and 13. Um, one minute here. I'll just get it right up. Going through uh, scriptures here. Going through scriptures here. Uh, one second. You ready? Yes. It says, as it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Mm-hmm. Now, now read it, read the chapter to me, starting at verse one. Okay. I say the truth in Christ, I lie not. My conscience also bearing my witness in the Holy Ghost that I have great heaviness and continually sorrow in my heart. For I wish, for I could wish that myself were accused from Christ for my brother, my kinsman, according to the flesh, who are Israelites, mm-hmm. to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenant and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises. Whose are the yeah. fathers and of whom has concerned the flesh, Christ came, who is overall God blessed forever. Amen. Not as though the word of God has taken that effect, for they are not all Israel, which are of Israel. Verse 7, neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children, but in Isaac shall they seed be called, that is which are the children of flesh. These are not children of God, but the children of the promise are continued for the seed. For this is the word of promise. At this time I, will I come, and Sarah shall have a son. And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac, for the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that is the purpose of God, according to election, might stand not works, but of him that calleth. Verse 12, it was said unto her, the elder should serve the younger. And verse 13 says, as it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Okay, so it's telling us that as the flesh, we're his creation. We're not his children in, in, in the flesh. We're only his children in the spirit when we accept Christ. 
So whoever you are, yeah, go on. Huh? See that? What do you see? Okay, go go back when you're reading about uh, probably around verse three. For I could wish that myself were accused from Christ for my brethren may kinsmen according to the flesh. Yes. Yeah, as as the flesh, we're his creation. God created everyone, and he loves everybody in his creation. But as his creation, we are not his children. We are his creation. Those who have accepted Christ, they become his children. So if you and your brother... God loves everybody. Huh? God created us. He, he He wouldn't create us if he doesn't love us. He wouldn't be merciful and give us grace. You know, when he gave us Christ, he gave us Christ for everyone. But now, say you have two children. And what, what, what scripture says that Christ is for everyone? Um, John 3.16, for God so loved the world. Not that he, he loved Israel or, or, he, or he loved the Egyptians. For God so loved the world, everybody in the world. Okay, and what about John 17 and, thir- 17 and 3? Okay, read John 17. Okay, I'm about to read John 17 and 3 for you. Okay. Yeah, I'm homeless right now, so I, I don't, until I get into my home, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Well, look, I'm going to give you, I'm, before you go, I'm going to give you Psalms 2nd, 7, 8 verse, okay? And okay. Basically, that, was, that basically says that you should inherit the kingdom of heaven and everything uh, of the utterance of the earth, meaning you will inherit right. all the riches. And I'll show yeah. you how to do that. But um, all right. John 17 and 3. Second here. Now, go, when you're ready. I don't have my computer, but I think it's just you and I, so there's no rush. Yeah, I'm I'm calling on behalf of the Commonwealth of Israel. See, I'm in the Embassy of Heaven. Okay. You ever been there? No. You never been to the Embassy of Heaven? Oh, you mean, what are you classifying as the Embassy of Heaven? You mean physically or spiritually? Spiritually. Oh, yeah. I haven't been there physically, but I've been there spiritually. Okay. So, John 3.17 says that, right? And John You there? Yeah. I was right you were gonna read seventeen? And three, right. Not pulling up. Oh, you're using a computer. Yeah, I'm trying to. It's not pulling up. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love computers when when they work right. <laughs> you call it a computer, I call it a sword. You know why? Why? Because when you're using the scriptures, you add a when you add a s to word, right? What does it spell? When you oh yeah, a sword. When you spell s to word, right? So everything is encoded with uh, yeah, but. Unfortunately, not everybody who's using their computers are using it for good. You say, unfortunately, what? I said, unfortunately, not everyone who uses their computer uses it for good. Yeah, that's that's true. But but I like I like what you came up with. I think that that makes sense. So look, there's a thing called Public Law nine seven two eight zero. Have you ever heard of that? No. It states that the whole Bible is law. Right. It is. So the state is not within the church. I mean, the church is not within the state, but the state is within the church. And so if you understand that parable, you understand that basically if you look on the back of a dollar, it's a national motto. Model is a law, which yeah. stands for God we trust, right? Well, it's supposed to. There's a lot. Of, that's the way. It was, that's the way it originated. Is there a national model? It's the national model in God we yeah. trust. Yes, and hopefully you it stays you there. Do? You know what? what you do? You 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 print out a a copy of Public Law nine seven two eight zero. You get the national model to go behind it, and you and you put in the oath and obligation to the Constitution, and you tell them about your diplomatic mission, basically to increase foreign policies. What do I mean by this? Meaning, everyone rents a place, right? Has yes. a land, right? Yes. So if everyone wants to place have a landlord, you gotta ask yourself if they believe in God, how are they lord of the land? What I'm basically telling you is you can use God to get you a place in the house and you can use God to basically obtain anything you want. See, this is how Jesus did it back in the day, right? I'm gonna show you how yeah. Jesus did it back in the day. See <clears throat> when it comes to being a prophet, right? First of all, Jesus enabled you to become a prophet by making way of your own prophecy. So when I say prophet, I do mean P-R-O-F-I-T. Okay. You know what I mean? So you can basically produce a prophet and produce a prophecy, basically. And when you produce a prophet or a prophecy, you can basically show the world, you yourself, right? You can show the world this idea. You believe in God, right? Oh, definitely. Right. So just say this is coming from God right now. I understand you listening to the man voice, right? Like I yes. told you, I'm in heaven. If you go to Psalms 82 and 6, you will see basically where it says, um, Man is God. If you go to Genesis 32 and 30, you'll see where you can find God inside the mind. 
I wouldn't exist without you, man. You wouldn't exist without me. Or we wouldn't right. exist without you together. But my point is this. You print your uh, public law 97-280. A national, and then you print out the national model. You go inside a grocery store, right? And you ask to speak to the supervisor, right? And you yeah. give them that. You give them the copy of that, right? And also a copy of Psalm second seven eight verse, stating that you inherit this. You inherit this earth, right? <clears throat> so basically, you will tell them you inherit this earth. When you speak to the manager, you will tell them you inherit this earth, and that you do not go by money or anything like that. But you are a saint of God. You are a pastor. You are a minister. You are an ambassador for God. And that basically, you do not use money, but yet the word of God to get you through things. And say, since it's by law that we should know this God's word, Psalm 2, 7, 8 verse says, I heard this earth. And that basically, I am inheriting food because God created it. Now, they have 30 days to reply once you give them that. Like everyone else, they have 30 days to reply. If they, if they do not reply in 30 days, by default, you win. So in 30 days, why they not replying, right? You know what you do? What? You warn, you warn the D.C. Attorney General, right? You send them the same thing. And when you send them the same thing, you... Send not only them, but you send the county government the same thing. When you send the county government the same thing, you send uh, also Social Security the same thing. Let them know. And when you send it to them, let let Social Security know you want to have it reflected on. Let Social Security know you want to have it reflected on the account that basically you are using this you're using things and you're not the owner of things and that you have a right to use social security numbers and that basically you want to have a reflected on account that you're using your social security number and that you're using everything else and that you believe God is the owner of everything. By stating this, right, because you can go up, if you have any problem, you can go to how to use a social security card and it will show you on YouTube how to do it. By stating this, you're letting them know that you're the authorizer for the account and not the author or the authority of it, and that God has the authority. And within 30 days, I promise you, you'll be able to go back to that store, pick out whatever you want, or you'll be able to go to that house, pick out whatever you want, or you'll be able to go to a shoe store, you got whatever you want. <clears throat> and to see it on. But what does so that have I, to do with God? What does that have to do with God? Yes. I told you that. Because God, God, God and government are separate. God and government are separate? Yes. Well, you know, government is a compound word. Yes, but still, God God has no dealings with with the government. Why do you say that? 
Jesus was even crucified by the government. Yes, he was crucified by the government. But even when he was there and they asked him about paying taxes, he told them, you give to God what belongs, or you give to man what belongs to man and give to God what belongs to God. No, he said, run down to Caesar's what is Caesar's. Right. I'm like, God, but God. but they were using Caesar as the government. That was their government then. Right. So you're not supposed to be a part of this government, right? Yes. Uh, while we're living on Earth, we have to be a part of some government. No, you're supposed to be a part of God government. Yes, but God, God's government doesn't have anything to do with man's government. Well, why you say that? Didn't you say God created man earlier? Yes. So doesn't he, if he created man and, and man created the government, then he created both of those things and he's in charge of both of those things. Uh, right? God, God can make a difference in government, but he's left that to our free will. If you have a son, right, and your son yes. has a son, right, aren't you in charge of both of them? Aren't you the father or the grandfather of both of them? Aren't you the creator of both of them? I'm the creator, but the father would be the one that would decide what happens to the son. How? The grandfather should be the one. No, the grandfather don't have any control. Why doesn't he? Because the children are responsible to their parents, not to their grandparents. And if the children are responsible to their parents, the parents are responsible to their parents as well, right? Yes, yes. Okay, then. Okay, then. If they're responsible, then that means that they also too are, and they also too are the authorities of that. And basically, when we say authority, they're like God. So God is God, and Christ or Jesus Christ are the authorities of the government. Well, children children are to respect their grandparents, but they obey their parents. Respect and obey. Yeah, they respect their grandparents. They obey their parents. Their parents is what decides what they do and don't do. But you, now, if, the if their grandparent, if their grandparent tells them to do something and the parent says they agree, then the kid does that. But if the grandparent says yes, you can go play in the river, and the parent says no, you can't, then no, you can't. Look, I'm gonna tell you like this. You got a Bible with you, right? Yes. Go to Colossians 3.17. What does it say there? You're not supposed to use anybody's name but Christ. And if you go to Corinthians, it'll tell you that God is the head of man and Christ is the head of man. Then comes the woman and then comes everything else. So what I'm saying is basically God created everything and he's responsible for everything. Even evil. You want, yeah. you want to see in the Bible he, he, where God says he, he created he's not, evil? He's not responsible, but he, but it goes through his hands. He decides what will and won't happen. Right. He decides what happens. Now... But for him now, to stop don't you believe in the take devil? away our free will. Huh? If you believe in God, you have to believe in a devil, right? Yes. Okay, if you believe in 
the devil, then you should know that basically God exists and the devil exists, for one. And for two, basically, that the devil is three times trying to trying to start something more than God is. And so when you look at the devil nowadays, the devil is basically how we look at it and say the government. How can we prove it? Because then they kill Jesus Christ? Yes. Also, when you look at it, Jesus, when, when the devil came to Jesus, the devil tried to offer him everything, just like the government does. Yeah, he does the same thing with us. Right. But what I'm saying is there's two di- different territories, right? You had the devil's world, and then you have God's world. Now, most people don't know that they're already living in the devil's world. Most people don't think that. What I'm well, saying of course is not. If you, if, you don't realize, if, you, if you don't realize you're in chains, you don't try to break the chains. Right, right. So what I'm saying is you have two different types of generations. One is kids, which is the devil's generation. If you ever look at a kid, it's linked to the devil. And then one is a child. And then you have the children's generation, basically. And that's us, the God, children of God, right? When yes. I'm talking to you, I can sense that you're a child of God, right? Yes. So am I. So that's why I'm telling you, I was homeless once, right? Yes. But if if you see how I'm living now, you say, wow, you have a house? Cool. How? How did you get that? I'm telling you, I did it all by using the word of God, by not using no money. You want a house? You can use the word of God to get it. That's why I told you about the landlord situation, because most people don't understand when they have a landlord that's their God. Their God is telling them what to do and how to do it. <clears throat> Put it like this. Have you ever have you ever sung the song Oh McDonald Had a Farm? <laughs> yeah. Okay, sing it right now. Now I'll I'll explain to you how the devil tricked people. Uh, oh McDonald had a farm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, is the fifth letter in the alphabet, right? I represents one. That's six. The devil number is symbolic for six. E I. That's six. Another E I. That's six. So that's two sixes. O is the fifteen letter in the alphabet. So one plus five is what? Six. Right. Now sing it and when you sing it this time, know that you're saying six six six. Sing it. Hmm, never thought of it like that. See, the devil runs this time. The devil runs time. God gave him time to run. So what I'm telling you is when you look at time, right, you got to pay for time on the phone. You got to pay for miles per hour, right? That's time, right? You have 60 seconds in a minute, right? Yes. 60 uh, minutes in an hour, right? Yes. That's two sixes right there. 24. In a day, right? Yeah. Two plus four is what? Two times four is eight. Two plus four. Oh, two plus four is six. Right. 
So if you got 60 seconds in a minute, you got to watch right now, all right? Look at your time. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I'm following you. It's 60 seconds in a minute, and then there's 60 minutes in an hour. Then there's 24 in a day. Two plus four is six. Most people are living under a symbolic code. Most people are living under the 666, which is basically <laughs> the mark of the beast. Yep. So they all are running under this time wise of this mark of this beast. And it's not of God, but it's of the devil. But what I'm telling you is you're a child of God. I've called here to talk to you and to talk to you about how to go and reach the embassy of heaven because I want to see you in here. So. When you don't believe the rapture has already started? It's possible. We don't, if it has, we're not aware of it. But we're definitely very close. What if I'm trying to bring you up into the rapture? What would you say? Would you follow what I say? Would you believe it today? Or would you go about your life and not believe it? No, I would believe it. You believe it? You got to say it like you mean it. No, I definitely mean it. So he's he's done too much in my life to have any doubts. Right. So what you want to do is you want to um, basically and you want to become a prophet by way of teaching how to produce your own prophecy. And with contrast to others' prophets, you don't want to become bound to other people's prophecies. So you want to produce things in how you see them in your head. If you look at Genesis 32 and 30, where do you meet God? Where do I meet God? Right. I meet him in my prayers every day. Well, do you know what a prayer is? It's it's talking with God. You call it that, but do you know what God call it? What? Prayer is sending out a message. Do you know what meditation is? What? It's receiving a message from God. So when you pray, you send out a message, and when you meditate, you receive a message. Most people pray... And they just send messages out to God, and then they don't understand why things don't go their way because they don't meditate. They yeah, don't they don't listen for the answer. Right. So do you meditate? Yes. How do you meditate? After I read, I usually sit in a room quiet and just think over what the readings were and pray to him and see what he has to say. You pray. That's, that's still sending out the message. You know. When I say meditate, I mean you have to sit down on all fours, you know, and you have to sit quietly in a room or anything, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, do you know what they used to say back in the day um, that most people didn't realize in the 60s, 70s, and 80s? Even What's in the 90s and now to today. How to say God's name. Now, Back in the day, right, 
people said God's name was Yahweh. Some people pronounce it Yahweh. Some people pronounce it Yahweh. Some people pronounce it um, different ways. But do you know how the Indians and the Chinese pronounced it? How's that? Hiya. 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 Basically, what I'm saying is most people call out the God, right? But God backwards spells dog. So you have to know that there's spell in words and that basically yeah. you're using a spell, right? You're using a spell to try to send out a message to God, right, when you pray. So how you use that spell, you don't say God, but you pronounce the correct name. When you pronounce the correct name, that's when you basically get in touch with God, right? Now, uh, I disagree on that. I don't think you need, it's not in the, how you pronounce the name, it's, it's how you are in the heart. You know, if, you're, if you're feeling in your heart sincerely and, and you're praying for, earnestly to God, we have the Holy Spirit, which will, will make sure that he understands exactly what we want. Now, what, they, is, what, 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 you, what you call God isn't going to make a difference. As long as you're praying to the one true God. You think there's one true God? Yes, there's one true God. So isn't the devil a God? No, he's God-like. So he, he, would be, he, he would be a God with a small g. I mean, he's got the powers and everything, but he can't create life. Let me put it this way. He won't be able to. He won't be able to change the world. Let me put it this way, right? Um, God created us, right? So aren't we gods? No, we're not gods. Now, if we accept Christ, we have God in us. What is what is Psalms eighty-two and six say? Read it to me. Read it to you. It says, ye are gods. Yeah, but you got to read the rest of the chapter. No, I don't. Listen, I'll show you where in the scripture it shows you how to read. See, most people don't even know how to read the scriptures. You don't read the rest of the chapter like that, man. You confuse yourself. Well, Well, see, the thing is, scripture wasn't wrote in verses. Scriptures was written as a book. It was many years later that we added the verses and chapters to it so we could send somebody to a set part in the book. But mankind made made the verses and chapters. Yeah, but the the chapters represent something, man. The numbers and everything represent something, man. They didn't put it there for no reason. Like, everything has a reason to it. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. It has a reason so it can help us locate... Verse, you know, what we want people to read, but God inspired man to write it as a book. 
he didn't tell him the the rest because when you when you take one word or or one line or one sentence or one verse, you can change all kinds of meaning. Okay, let's let's do it let's do it like this, right? Let's put what I know and what you know together. Let's say okay. it was, let's 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 do this. Let's not rely on what we think, but let's rely on facts. So now from now on when we talk, we have to bring up a Bible verse about where you can find exactly where it says it at, okay? Okay. All right. So now I'm gonna start off by saying that you always supposed to be... <clears throat> wow. That was losing the wow. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to say bless you, man. Yes, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Anyway, I was I was gonna say this that God basically um if you check Colossians 3 and 17 out, God tells you to use his name and his name only. And God is a jealous God also. Yeah. But you calling on no other God name. Right. So he wants to say his name correctly. And so, do you know how to read the scriptures? I know how I do it. I read I read I read it by the book. I don't break it down into lines or sentences. Alright, now let's look at this. Let's look at Isaiah, right? Yes. Twenty eight and nine. Can you go to Isaiah twenty eight and nine for me? No no I'll let you read it. You want me to read it? Yes. It says for line must be upon line. Precept must be upon precept. Here a little and there a little. And um, you read Hebrews 5 and 13, it's going to tell you the same thing. So what it means by precept is a lesson. So it's right. a line upon line, right? Lesson upon lesson, which is precept upon precept. Here a little and there a little, meaning you will find it here and there. When you read the scriptures, right? Yes. Right. So when you read the scriptures, you'll notice that you're supposed to read it from front to back, but only here a little and there a little. So it's supposed to say it in the. It's supposed to say the same thing over and over. Right. And so if it says the same thing over and over, you read the first thing you read was. Corinthians, right? And you talked about love, right? Yes. Well, read Corinthians 7 and 3. And it's going to, well, actually not 7 and 3. Read not Corinthians, neither. It's Acts 9, 3 and 9. And it's going to say, it's going to ask Paul, Jesus asking Paul, why are you persecuting me? Why are you going around saying these things, right? reason why yeah. I said is because who wrote Corinthians? Paul did. Paul wrote Corinthians. And when Paul mm-hmm. wrote Corinthians, yep, Paul wrote Corinthians. And when he wrote Corinthians, Jesus told him not to persecute him. Now, he never really 
known Jesus, right? Right. That's why he was persecuting him. He didn't believe in him. Right. Now, he's supposed to turn around, and he's supposed to basically, um, when he turned around, he was supposed to basically follow Christ, right? Yes. But that's not how Christ said he was doing it. If you look, right, there's a scripture show you, the scripture show you that Christ ordained, you can, you can Google this, right, how Christ ordained his disciples, right? Okay. He went and got them himself. He didn't choose for other people to go get him or other people to follow him. He went and right. got those disciples to follow him. And there was 12 of them, right? And so well, there were, they, there, there were more than 12, but, but the there was a main group of 12, yes. And so the 12 disciples represents the 12 zodiac signs now today, okay? So because what's above, so it should be below. And so... Now, 12, I disagree with you there, because God doesn't want us to mix things up with the uh, stars. Well, how come he followed? How come he told the three wise men to follow the stars then? Right, he he to follow one star, not not to follow the the um, arrangement of stars. They gave him one it's star in the sky to follow. Stars. It was the the wise men were following the stars. It's all through the scriptures about stars. You know what I mean? How he yeah. them, how God used them for symbols, right? Yeah, but that that's one of man's sciences. But go on, I'm following you. Well, man is God. Huh? Man is God. Man is not God. Man's created by God. Then if they're created See, my, by God. I, I created my children, but that don't mean my children are going to do everything the way that I feel it should be done. What does it say in Psalm 82 and 6? Read it to me. It says, "Ye are God." Okay, but you got to read the rest of the chapter. You're taking one sentence out because that's how you're supposed to read it. According no, to you, it, you're supposed to, you're supposed to read it by the book. God inspired the books to be written, not for man to go back and chop them up in chapters and verses. First of all, God never created no book. No, he inspired man. He inspired man to write the book. He inspired man to write, but he didn't mm -hmm. tell man to create it in a book. He just inspired him to write. Well, you're all right. They, they, he inspired them to write them in scrolls. And the Dead Sea Scrolls, right? Are they copied? Yeah. Say it again. Are the Dead Sea Scrolls plagiarized? I think so. So that you mean to tell me you think that the Dead Sea Scrolls are taken from some from another story, right? Because it does yeah. say in the beginning, right? In the beginning, beginning is a compound word. B means to exist. Again, means to create over, right? Yes. So it starts off in the beginning. So basically, it's a recreation story about an older story. Do you know that? No. Yeah, so the Bible. All right, well, okay. you, you're going to have to sum this up real quick because we've got two minutes left.
Okay. Okay. Cool. I uh I just wanna say basically that um a child of basically behalf of the Commonwealth of Israel, I um appreciated talking to you. You know, and uh others out there that's listening. Where can I find the show? Um every every Tuesday at three o'clock. You don't post it on YouTube? Huh? You no, I, I, I'm just getting into doing this. Uh, this is, uh, I think this is the fourth week I've been doing this and still trying to figure out some of these things. But you say post it where? YouTube. YouTube? Yeah. You you can post it on YouTube? I didn't know that. Yeah, man, you download the audio or you, you know, you find some way to download the audio where you can post it on YouTube. Or send it to me, and I'll post it on YouTube. All right. It might take me a couple of weeks, but that sounds good. I'd be all for posting it on YouTube. Where are you from, man? Um, Louisiana in the United oh, States. Jesus. Where are you from? I just have a flood. I told you, man, I'm from the end yeah. of the Hello? You there? My man. Yo. Hello. Back from us to call. Oh, he's a god. Or the devil. Yeah, the devil probably definitely called it. You there?
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.